You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. It's gargantuan seven-storied structure with no apparent rhyme or reason. Built on the orders of a grieving widow. Sarah Winchester's mind is as chaotic as the house itself. Do you believe in ghosts, Dr. Price? I do not believe in anything I cannot see or study. I feel their presence. In the air, in the walls, it has found us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Studies. I am Sean Taylor. With me today is Mean Mark. It's midnight, sir. I <laughs> uh, yes, this week we saw The Winchester. Uh, Quote-unquote horror movie from... Uh, <laughs> sorry. That is your, your one-word review. Sorry, one word and uh, two sets of punctuation review. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, starring Helen Mirren. Yes, uh, Mark, your 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 take on this? Uh, my, I really didn't like this. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Yeah, I just, I just didn't like it. It was, uh, it was so dull. Kind of, yeah, middle of the road. Uh, we're gonna get into it, but <laughs> it's kind of like some weird old attempt at like ye old Ghostbusters. Uh, ye old ghost story, maybe. I don't know. Buster. Well, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, it starts also Jason Clark from uh, Zero Dark Thirty, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, That's uh, Terminator where S- I saw him before. Yep. Okay. Yep. Terminator Genesis. Yep. Mm hmm. And uh, nobody else. Uh,. No, no. I, I did like the the one actress playing the uh, the the niece. Sarah Snook is the actress's name. Um, I haven't seen her in anything because I didn't see the Steve Jobs movie. So, I did. And I don't remember her. Okay. Uh, now, did you see Black Mirror? That's a TV series. I've heard it's really good, but no. Okay. Apparently, she's in an episode of that. But okay. anyway. Other than that, yeah, I've never seen her before. Um, I, I thought she was actually pretty good. Yeah, she was pretty good. Like, like Helen Mirren does a pretty good job too. For the role, yes, uh, she definitely was uh, not given uh, much. She no, she wasn't given much, but she did what she could with what she had, and, yeah. and I applaud her for that. Uh, consummate professional, essentially. Yeah, this was. I, I'm sorry, Mark. I thought this was going to be more interesting to get you sort of break you into the into the horror movie genre right. this year. Uh, I, I made good on my 2018, uh, or at least starting to make good on that uh, that that, uh, that challenge, that New Year's resolution, as it were. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I almost fell asleep during this, actually. Yeah, I kind of did. But not for long. <laughs> not for long, because uh, every time I fell asleep, there was a, Wah! a jump scare. Oh, the jump scares. Yeah. So, yeah. How cheap were those? Oh, my God. Do you want to get into spoiler territory? Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, we, we open up with basically a, a quote-unquote day in the life of our doctor, um, who's addicted to laudanum and whores. Yep. So, uh, so actually, kind of my kind of guy. Never done laudanum before, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's the kind of ye, ye old crack, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the opium route. I hear. That, that's what I figured. A eh? very much like uh, I thought he was in like an opium den, uh, really. But it turns out he just has one in his home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a doctor. He prescribed. You know, he can get it himself. That kind of thing. It's. Yeah, he's called upon. I guess. Like, Helen Mirren plays the... If you've seen the trailer, you you know what they wanted you to think. Uh, this one was kind of ruined by the trailer. Helen Mirren is the heiress to the Winchester fortune. Winchester was uh, uh, one of the first rifles, one of the first uh, really accurate rifles that could be fired repeatedly without reloading. 
And still is one of the top names in rifles. It's sure. Winchester and then Smith Smith and Wesson. Like yeah, that's your, you know, you know your your major gun manufacturers. Yeah, yeah. and uh, used of uh, primarily by the North in the Civil War, and that's what uh, it was a big factor in them winning the Civil War. And she's not happy about that because. She's haunted by the ghosts of all the people who were killed by a Winchester rifle. Uh, what a premise. Yeah, well, this is actually true. The, the, this woman actually existed. Um, okay. And, and she was rich, and she did build a mansion, and she did believe in ghosts. Um, so she builds this gigantic mansion, and she's haunted by these ghosts. Or she claims she's haunted by these ghosts. And... She builds one room for each ghost in order to trap them inside because they have to. They it's the it's the sixth sense thing where they have to stay on Earth until they come to terms with their own death and then they can pass over. I guess. Yeah, the, the it's kind of a ghost trope almost, if I understand correctly, like the unfinished business. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Now this one, this one, what gets me about this one is that. Uh, so it, it takes place in the uh, western United States, right? Yes. In San Jose. Um, she builds rooms based on the room that the person was killed in. And I'm thinking, like, this is pretty kind of close to the Wild West days. What happened if they just had a gunfight out in the street? <laughs> yeah. or, or in a farmer's field, as they want to do. Or way out in the middle of nowhere. And why weren't there any... I don't know, Native Americans that were gunned down by Winchester rifles. and Well, there was a Native American in the end. Was there? I yeah, missed that, it, I guess. Sort of, yeah. well, we'll get there. But in the end, there's a group of... Oh, the ghost village people? Uh, yeah. And there's <laughs> a Native American there. This movie's so... So right away, our premise is... So confusing, because it just... So she's haunted by these ghosts, but he's also depressed because his wife shot him with a Winchester and then shot herself because she was seeing ghosts? Yeah, she she had a mental illness that... So he he's a psychologist who couldn't treat his own wife. She killed herself, but not before shooting him. I guess, I think at the end we kind of see a reenactment of it, right? Where... She has the rifle under her chin. Yeah. He goes to grab it, and it goes off and hits him in the chest, and then she feels even worse. Yeah, and, and he's not fatally wounded. Life. No, no. And that comes him. back because, okay, it's so... Uh, because, yeah. okay, so because he was shot by a Winchester gun, and I guess died and came back, quote-unquote. He was dead for three minutes, yeah. He was, yeah, he was dead for three minutes, and I guess the <laughs> miracle of 19th century fucking medical technology brought him back. I, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It would have been like probably like 1899 by the sounds of it or you something know, like that. Clear, and a horse steps on him, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so because... I don't know, what do they do for electricity? Do <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing, like... Whatever. Um, we'll get there. So they, so because he dies by a Winchester rifle and comes back, mm-hmm. he can see the ghosts. Helen Mirren, yeah, he's the- Helen Mirren can hear the ghosts and talk to them and feel them. Yeah, so she has superpowers because she owns the company that makes the rifles. Yeah. So that's how come the ghosts bother her. They don't, I don't know, haunt the board of directors. They don't haunt. How about the guys on the line making the rifles? How about haunting the guy that shot you? How about that? How about how about haunting the people who started the Civil War? You know, whose actual fault it was that you died. Yeah. And the, and the thing is that when the main ghost is a guy... Who lost two brothers in the Civil War? Right, and so he goes, and he goes on a murderous rampage, kills fifteen people, yeah, with a Winchester. 
how come they're not coming to help at the end? Why aren't these guys coming to take down this one guy? I mean, if anyone's got yeah, to be these fifteen, point. if it's these fifteen people who he gunned down with a rifle, he doesn't have really like he's got some beef, but there's, there's a whole bunch of other people. He like he creates more victims than <clears throat> than he had beef with. Yeah, you know I mean, like he had he had two dead brothers. Now he creates fifteen more victims on this rampage. This is crazy. Yeah, it really is, and and the reason that the psychiatrist is brought in because the Winchester Company uh, wants the fortune that she has, and therefore is well, they, they don't think she's fit to to uh, fit to rule. Right, right, and they're trying to prove that she's not mentally uh, stable enough to rule the company. Therefore, they get the money that the husband left her. Right, it's a business move. Uh, so they, or, well, it, it, yeah. If not that, at least they get the controlling share back of the company, and they can just properly run it. And, right. And basically, they can cut her out. Right? Yeah. No, all future earnings. Yeah. And and so that's and that's why we have the and then he goes to the haunted house and he stays for a week and uh she has a a niece who has a son and the son is being possessed by this main ghost guy. Is it Paul? Frank. That's what it was. No, Ben Block. That's it is. That that that's what Block. It yeah. That's it, yeah. Ben Block, yeah. Um this movie was directed by the same two guys that directed Jigsaw. That directed which, sorry? Jigsaw from last year. Oh, really? The Spring Brothers. Okay. Uh, I, I mean it's competently directed. Like that's it, it it looks nice, it's filmed fine, it's just the the story makes no sense. Um and uh, and the one big problem, and, and 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 I'm sort of glad you saw this, Mark, because this was this is something that horror movies uh, have been doing that I that I hate. Uh, it's not only just the jump scare, but it's the loud sudden noise that goes along with it. Yeah. Okay. You want to do a jump scare properly? You don't have a big noise. You don't need it. Because the visual should be enough. If the if the jump scare is good enough, the visual is all you need. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You don't need a sound effect to go with it. it it's ridiculous. Especially when all you're doing is that. Well, the, right, and, and that's the thing. In this one, this movie just decides it's going to live like that as far as it being a horror movie. It's just going to... He takes some laudanum. He looks at something. There's nothing there. He looks away. He looks back. There's something there, and the loud noise goes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this movie actually got rather predictable to the point where I didn't get scared. No. Like, you can almost, like, three, two, one... Ah! Um, yeah, it's, it, and, and that's unfortunately sort of the norm for, uh, jump scares at this point. And it's, it's not good. It's not good because it's not scary. And you don't, it, it you is don't and need it, it isn't, right? Like it is for <clears throat> kind of like that, uh, you're walking through a haunted house setup where they have things jump out at you, right? For that immediate moment of the unexpected. Yeah. And, but the thing is, a lot of them didn't make sense. And I know it's supposed to be creepy and ghosty and maybe not always make sense. But, like, I'm still not sure what we were supposed to be seeing, like, in these jump scares. Were they supposed to be dead people for, that were killed by Winchester rifles? Because, I mean, he, at one point, right at the beginning of the movie, he's in, he's on uh, one of his laudanum trips. And he just, one of his paintings just starts bleeding. Yeah. What the hell was that about? Yeah, what was that supposed to mean? You know, what I mean? I, I, like it doesn't come back. And that wasn't even at the mansion, I don't think, was it? That was at his. No, place. no, that was at his place. Yeah, yeah, that was before before he even gets the call to go to the mansion or the visitor. Like that's this is just he's just on a trip, right? Yeah. So are they trying to set up that we're not supposed to be sure whether he's tripping balls or seeing ghosts? Well, and that's the problem. And, and this was the same problem with the movie I saw a couple of years ago called The Boy. Um, which is, um, when you're telling the story, like, the story that the trailer sold for this movie is, is she crazy or is she not? Right? Right. You know, is she haunted by ghosts or is she crazy? And that's 
really what the movie sets up for, because that's the reason he's sent to the house. Yeah. Right? But then it gets revealed very early on. Oh, no, there's ghosts. Yeah, she's not crazy. I'm like, wouldn't it be more scary if it was if there was a question in your mind? Well, and that's the thing. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't take him too long. But, like, he's like, oh, no, that's all in your head. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, it's not. Yeah. So now it's just both of them seeing ghosts. And and then the, the niece is just kind of hanging out. Okay, and let me back up for just a second. <laughs> okay. You know, I've, I've never owned a, a haunted mansion based on a rifle company. <laughs> right. But if I But if I did. Right. I wouldn't be bringing my family around when there's dangerous ghosts around. If I honestly believe that, yeah, why my, my family? My family is the last people that I want. Like I, I get it. Her husband died. I guess the yeah. Like this family is stricken with loss. Like you have Helen Mirren. Her husband died of uh, black plague or something. Whatever tuberculosis. I think um, then. She had a daughter who died, and then who died about the same time as the uh, as the husband, if I remember yeah, that so, correctly. So is this now? Is it? Uh, it's her aunt, so it's her sister's kid or her brother's kid. We don't really know, but we don't know. But then that woman has a husband who shot himself. He like he was a boozer. Again, I don't think we got a lot of detail there. Well, she said that he liked the bottle more than he liked his wife. Which, right. Uh, I was like, okay, well, there's room for both, but you yeah. Know. <laughs> uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that means how that, that like he died by drinking, but no, but he died somehow, and so that's why they were there was because the dad had just died. Yeah. The uh, the her the her husband, I mean. So yeah, I, like they were all just kind of mourning a whole bunch of deaths and. None of which are related. That's the thing. No. Like, w- wouldn't it have been scarier if the husband, if her husband had shot himself with a Winchester? Yeah. I know we have we have that for the doctor's wife, but if it, it, yeah, it would have been great if if anything related. It would have been if we, yeah, if we you know what I mean. Yeah, may, or maybe he gets murdered in like a bank robbery gone wrong. What? Give, give us a train heist. Yeah, something. like something. <laughs> and, the, the weird thing is, is like when he when the doctor first gets there and he's still kind of what if, um, they have this uh, primitive sort of uh, inner call system throughout the house. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a series of pipes. Yeah, it's basically a series of pipes leading to each room, and you can talk into it and the echo, and that's what you hear. That, that's what you'll you'll hear. I have a problem with that system. Yeah, well, I probably have the same one, but it's primitive, so. It, but at the beginning, he hears something from the garden room, right? Mm-hmm. And so he, he goes to it, and he says, hello, 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 hello. Nobody answers. And so he, uh, a la Scream and Scary Movie, puts down his uh, ear <laughs> to the hole to see if he can hear something. And this this uh, this gray, you know, the dark grayish dead person movie, dead person with, thing. With like a black pointy nail. Yeah, this finger comes out to touch his ear. We find out later that's his wife. Why is he trying, why is she trying to touch his ear? Was it the wife? I. The wife was in the garden. Okay, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. I, I, I assumed it was, the, I assumed it was the wife. Why, 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 why try to touch his ear? Yeah. What fucking yeah, sense a, does that make? Like, what? You're, you're a freaking ghost. You don't... That, and that's the thing. That, like, they, they, so they have these rules where the ghosts are allegedly confined to these rooms. But then how is she getting out to friggin' ear poke him through the... Like, are the pipes some sort of weird uh, uh, caveat? Well, the, well if, we put, if we put a pipe in your room, it's okay. You can go wherever you want. <laughs> well, that's a whole other problem with this whole story is... Supposedly... Yeah, she she builds one room for each ghost, and she uh, locks them in using thirteen nails for the barring of the door, and that keeps the the ghosts at bay. But this one ghost, Ben, was it Ben Blank? <laughs> um, Block Ben Black um, is possessing 
her niece's kid. Or the kid, I should say. The only kid yeah. in the movie. And trying to get him to kill himself? Yes. I suppose. Um, but anyway, so, but, but even at the end of the movie, when they... So... <sighs> The doctor, oh, the doctor, and the and, and, and the widow lock Ben into one of the rooms, right? Yeah. At the very end, and there's a big showdown, and we've set up the fact that if you block the door, block all entrances and exits, they can't leave the room. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they do that in that upper room in the in near the attic, I guess. Yeah. But then. The kid is in the basement, still getting possessed. Uh, and, and not only that, but but uh, the ghost is jumping back and forth between. Thank you. The two. Yes, thank you. And I'm like, you. Yeah. You've set up that they can't leave if they're if they're locked in, and then you claim in the scene that they're locked in. But then, how is the kid still being possessed? I don't know. It, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it is very confusing what they set up and then what they lay down it is uh, like we don't even get anything even from Helen Mirren saying, oh, well, he's more powerful than any of the others. I don't think the 13 nails are going to work or something like that would have been nice. Yeah. To at least at least say, that, OK, this guy, this ghost is different because he had a very violent end. They all had violent ends. Which, they were shot by his rifles. Which he, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he got shot by a whole bunch of them, but uh, still, I yeah, it, it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's like I said, the movie is ruined by the fact that they announce pretty much right away that yes, there are ghosts in this world. Yeah, and uh, at that point, at that point on, it's 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 basically like you said, it's Ghostbusters. They're trying to find this one ghost to stop him. Which they try to stop him by shooting him with a gun. <laughs> like at the end, yeah. he, he tries to shoot him with a Winchester. I don't understand why this is the solution. And this is the part I was talking about where it's it somehow yield Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because the doctor doesn't take long for him to get swayed into... You know, saying that, well, oh, yeah, ghosts are real. Like, he's pretty much convinced almost from the off. Pretty much. And then he just gets confirmation once he sees... Because he, he actually talks to Ben. Um, and, you know, and he's been talking to him this whole time and then finds out he's a dead guy. So he's sixth sense the whole thing. Yeah, because Ben is the... Ben is acting like one of the uh, help, right? Yeah, yeah, he's just another employee. Which uh, that in and of itself was kind of a neat setup. I will say that. Yeah, I agree with that. That was the one. That was the one thing that's like because because you never see that guy interact with any of the other help, but you see him interact with the doctor. But it just seems like he's just one of the helps. So it's like okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's it. You know, good, yeah, kudos for for pulling that one off. But that's about it. Because then I don't understand if a guy died by a Winchester and is coming back to exact revenge and that's the thing is like he can't decide what to do with this kid because at first he tries to kill him then he uses him to try and kill Helen Mirren yeah yeah finds out the kids are very uh, are, are poor shots apparently um and then tries to beat her to death with the butt end of a Winchester yeah and then walks him down to the furnace room yeah, was he going to walk him into the furnace? I don't know. That's the thing. It's just it's just something for him and the mom to do while they were the rest were well, the other two were upstairs ghost busting. And, and and that further asks a question. So they yeah, the mother and the kid are down in the furnace room and suddenly they're surrounded by the other ghosts, like the brothers that were killed in the civil were war. Were they uh- I thought it was just Ben down there. I thought it was the brothers. Oh, you could be right. I'm because, not saying I'm not I'm not doubting you. Because Ben is defeated by the power of love in a bullet. Oh, the magic bullet. Oh, it's we'll, literally a magic bullet. It is a magic bullet. Oh, okay. we'll get we'll get back no, to that. No, I got to ask that question now. So let's do that. 
So the bullet that he gets shot with by his wife, he pulls out and keeps. And why I don't know. why I don't Whatever. know, but people do strange things. But he carves into the bullet and very. I guess they had great uh, etching machines back then. Well, he he also reforms the bullet. Like that's right. It, they like bullet casing, gunpowder, everything. Mm-hmm. So he completely restores the bullet and then engraves on it together forever. Yeah. In reference to his wife. Yeah. So he uses that bullet in the end to load into a Winchester to shoot a ghost. And uh, allegedly it was the same Winchester that Ben used on his killing spree. Oh, okay. How they get that, uh, uh, that's what he, she says. How they get it? No idea. They keep flashing to the special to one specifically with like an etching of a. It's got a gold plate on it, etching of a deer head. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she does say it's his. So he shot with his own Winchester. And the magic bullet. And the magic bullet, and that's what kills the ghost. How you shoot a ghost with a physical bullet? No idea. Uh, yeah. They they try and set it up at the beginning. With some weak explanation of, like, uh, uh, objects that are close to death have special meaning or something along those lines. I picked up on that line at the, yeah. the beginning. It's something like when, the, the objects that are near you when you die have a special meaning for you. Or associated with death. So, essentially, yeah. like, if if I got stabbed with a knife, that knife, because it was used to kill me somehow now is imbued with something. Yeah. It's, it's, Powers, yeah. It's, yeah, like that, and that's the problem, is that they, like, I'll go back to Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters gives us, here's the the pseudo-magic of it, is that ghosts exist. Now here's some pseudo-science, which can counteract it, right? Like, yeah. this is the, yeah, here we have, okay, the pseudo-magic, ghosts exist until they finish their business, and she keeps making and remaking rooms until that's done. Then they just kind of shoehorn in, well, this bullet that shot him and killed him for three minutes is special now. Yeah. Because it shot and killed the guy. Yeah, that's it, all it takes? Yeah, you'd think that it would, it would be special if he was a ghost because it shot and almost killed him. Right? Yeah. Because that bullet would be then imbued with special powers for him. Not for... Ben. Yeah, well, yeah, that bullet means nothing to Ben. Yeah. it didn't kill him, it killed the That's doctor. why I say it was imbued with the power of love, right? Because it etched together forever on it between him and his wife. Well, that, and that's what we needed. I think we needed some sort of supernatural intervention. I know I'm taking it a bit too far down the fantasy sci-fi road, but at the same time... It's Look just, at this one. Yeah. It's just a it's just a bullet. Like, that. that's the thing. It, if they had even said it was the gun, maybe. The same gun he used in the spree is the only gun that can kill him. Yeah. Somehow completing a circle. Because that's usually how these things resolve themselves, right? Usually, yeah. For ghost stories? Sometimes, yeah. It, 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 Yeah, they try and kind of tie it all together so it completes a circle or there's a, 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 a setup and payoff or something like that. Like, if... If uh, this guy used a yeah, if this guy used this knife, then only this knife can be used on him or something, right? Right. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. So, but they tried to tie it into a magic bullet that Ben had nothing to do with. Yeah, but at the same time, it was shot from his gun, right? So that's. I, I, Did they put more emphasis on the bullet than the gun? Yeah, well, yeah, it's the bullet that does it, but it has to be fired from his gun. It's it's really shoehorned in, like you said, and it's see. I I tell you, this might have been a little bit neater if if he if the doctor and his wife were there, because I'm gonna guess that like like the the quote unquote true story part of it is just the the lady of the house, right? Yes, Mrs. Winchester. Yeah, right. Okay, so all the other characters are made up. If it were me writing it, I might have done something like if if they happened to be at that place and Ben went on the rampage and 
you know, the wife gets killed, the doctor gets shot and and dies for three minutes and comes back, and that's why that bullet works. Do you know what okay, I mean? Okay, I see what you mean. Took, if Ben had shot him, but the, he survived and the bullet that he used now comes back to take out the ghost, to me that makes more sense. Because then there's a significance where it did kill him, but he came back from the dead, so now that he can use that same thing against Ben to finish him off and send him send him to the afterlife packing. Do you know right, what I mean? yeah. And then you have still the tragic story. The wife dies because she happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Basically, if they were two of the 15 people, is what I'm saying. Two of the 15 people. When Ben goes on the rampage, he yeah. killed 15 yeah, 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 people. Yeah. Yeah. If they were there and they were two of the 15 people, okay, now it completes a circle, right? Yeah, and you could have had a really cool moment where, you know, like, he's down, like, is he... Where, where the doctor gets shot, and there's no more bullets left, and Ben is almost, you know, he's walking away triumphantly, and he reaches into the wound, pulls out the bullet. It's a movie. Some, it's it's yeah. a movie. Go with it, right? Sure. He, it, loads no, no, the, yeah. he loads the gun with a bullet and shoots him in the back type thing. Something, yeah. You know, but it's not this case, you know. So, But the thing is, is when he shoots Ben, they cut back to the furnace room. And the hand that's reaching out to the mother that she can't mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. starts moving back. Right? So it can't be yeah. Ben because Ben is dead. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Officially, he's, he's really dead. Um, <laughs> they redeaded him. <laughs> and the hand, the hand that like doesn't disappear or blow up or anything, it just so slowly moves back. Which indicated to me, because I thought there was more than one ghost in the furnace room that was chasing mm. the mother. So I thought it was the... I, I, I remember seeing two, so I thought that was the brothers. I, I guess I missed that. Maybe this is the part where I was falling fall asleep. I can't remember. Yeah. So. <laughs> but that's another problem yeah. with this movie, is I don't know what... W- it, it's not clear as to what the Doctor can see. Because they would show Ben standing there. And then they cut back to the doctor and cut back to him, and he's not standing there anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I thought he can see them. So if he can see them, and you're allowing the audience to see what he can see, why can't we see Ben again? All of a sudden, now now we're supposed to see what we would see if we were there, and not what he is seeing, even though we've seen what he sees before. And then add to that the scene where he's choking out Helen Mirren in the, in the room. They keep cutting to we see Ben, then we don't see him. Yeah. And she keeps getting repeatedly shoved up against the... So is it is it from the doctor's point of view? Does Helen Mirren see him and then don't see him? Or, or is that for our benefit? Yeah. It's it's it, it's really confusing. Like I, it, it varies, yeah. Like even when Helen Mirren gets thrown against the thing, I assumed it was Ben. Right. Well, we yeah, we we as the audience know that, but they keep show they show him, then they don't show him. Yeah. So he does a like a reshove where we see him, and then a reshove where it's just her flailing against the wall again. Yeah. Because he keeps shoving her, and then reshoving and reshoving and reshoving, and it's and it's every second one where we see him actually do it, and it's so whose point of view is that? Like, is that for us or is that well, exactly, and it's just, it's just yeah. really not clear, and it's. Right, and so the same thing when when he's looking around, we see Ben, then we don't. Is it because the doctor sees him, then he doesn't, or is that for our benefit? Who whose point of view is that again? Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly, exactly. Our point of view we, keeps changing. I almost would have taken a, and as much as it sounds weird, a, a first person down the barrel of the Winchester. Yeah, the doctor let let us see through the doctor's eyes. Yeah, we should have had like a like a doom first person a POV doom mask, a first per- yeah yeah, scene, yeah, yeah exactly. where we a see first, what we're supposed to see. First person shooter from behind a a Winchester, you know, like why not? Yeah, <laughs> in, it, in your Winchester movie, it's so weird. Uh, another thing that sort of kept me kept taking me out of the movie is this movie takes place in what the late eighteen hundreds, right? I know nineteen oh six. Nineteen oh six. In 1906, when you see a movie from 1906, you expect to hear the people in the movie speak a certain way, right? Okay. Like, the English language was not, 
like they don't talk the same way we do now. You're referring to like the southern accent, right? Not the southern accent because they're in California, but that you know, like, oh, dearest oh. Martha, uh, it's been six weeks since I've seen your beautiful face. You know, you, you expect sort of that kind of old timey. Oh yeah, lexicon. yeah, more the king, yeah, more the, the king's English, as it were. Well, yeah, maybe not King's English, but you you expect the night that early nineteen hundreds lexicon people using the words mm-hmm. that you know um, they don't really do that in this movie. They sound modern. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you can tell that Jason Clark's kind of trying to do it a little bit, a little bit, yeah, because um, like they, but basically he just sounds like a regular a modern dude with with uh, very good manners. Uh, yeah. Yes, ma'am, yeah. Mrs. Winchester, your pleases and thank yous, and that's about it, right? Yeah, but it, like, I really expected them to go, wow, this, this house is so lit. You know, like, <laughs> it, it, it was enough to be jarring for me, and I'm like, okay. Like, I expect you in, in the ni- early 1900s to speak a certain way, and you're not speaking it. Like, you're sounding like you, this is a, you know, uh, a remake of a Freddy movie, and we're at Camp Crystal Lake. Like, like stop! Like you're you're dressing up for dinner. Yeah, and, you know and what I mean. Not to point to not to point too much to a movie we recently reviewed, but yeah, I expected like Matthew Lillard and friggin' Freddie Prince Jr. to just hop into the movie and be like, "Dude, sup?" You know? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's an old movie, so they're saying Calabunga. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but no, you're right. Even like we've been given these pictures of uh, of uh, like Civil War uh, with like the classy Southern. I do declare, Petunia, it's a mighty <laughs> fine day out here for. Yeah, uh, come sit on the on the on the front yard with me, and we can sip on juniper tea and. Yeah, like a mint julep. Waste away yeah. a mint julep and waste away a while. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But we're just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> ghost, huh? Yeah, ghost, huh? Wow, that's 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 fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sick ghosts. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it, only one, it was the just jarring because it, is, it doesn't sound of the time period. Except for except for Ben Block, I will say that guy. He had the southern drawl. He had the yeah, kind of that, which that. is even more jarring because now you have one one character that has it and the other ones that don't. Yeah, I would have even taken some British accents actually, to be honest. To be fair, yeah, not not too far removed from the kingdom as they are now, right? So. Uh, even a couple, maybe some Irish, uh, still a lot of maybe. Irish, uh, yeah, in, you know. But, like, um, the wife talked, like, 1900s, you know what she, I mean? Yeah, and this is why I said she did a good job, I think. Yeah, like, 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 the, the dead wife talked, but then he, she, she's talking to her husband, who's not talking 1900s, <laughs> and it's yeah. jarring. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I don't know, it's... It's just, it's just bad. It's just bad. And this, I really felt like I was watching the boy again because with the boy, um, this is the movie where uh, Lauren Cohen uh, goes to right. goes to um, babysit for this old couple, um, and she finds out she's actually babysitting a doll. And for the first half of the movie, strange shit is happening. But it's just the doll, and the doll's not moving. There's no, there's no indication that there's any paranormal activity. You wonder if she's going crazy, and then halfway through the movie, you find out that there is something weird going on, and that just becomes a teen horror film. Um, and this is really what this movie does because it, with the trailer, it teases you with the whole "is she crazy? Is she not crazy?" angle, and that would have been so much better to do throughout the entire film. And then reveal the ghosts in the climax in the third act. Yeah, I, I think by having all these jump scares throughout and having him, like they they could have leaned into the laudanum hallucination angle. Yeah, I think because you could have like they had his painting bleeding at, at first. He hits the sauce as soon as he gets there. I think if he had had his hallucinations then and then as you know because they got rid of his laudanum. Yeah, they took it away. So. It would have been cooler if he kind of didn't see anything else. Like his head was clear, getting clearer, and so then we could cast doubt on her and her sanity, right? Because we stopped, like it actually in this horror movie, stopped seeing the horror for part of it 
to set up the reveal that she, no, she was right all along. Yeah. Like you could have had other creepy things like the other people doing creepy stuff, but take away those jump scares in the middle after he's done, after he's off the sauce. Well, yeah, then it, it kind of gets to be a bit more character driven too. Exactly. That's a, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, like in thriller movies like this, you hit it right on the head. In thriller movies like this, doubt is what makes it thrilling. Yeah. Because you're doubting what you're seeing is real. You're doubting that this couldn't be possible. It's not logically possible. But then it is possible because there's a reveal later on. Yeah. You know? Um, I think a better movie, too, probably would have had him play it a bit more straight. Like, instead of him being so tortured that he's a drug addict... I'm, I think you know other someone else might have done away with that angle. So sure, he's tortured. His wife died. He doubts himself as a psychiatrist because his wife was depressed and killed herself. Right. But but I think by taking away the drug angle, at least he comes in with a clear head and is, and is trying to do his job. And you could have had everyone else around him be creepy, and therefore kind of adding to that yeah. are they cra- are they crazy or is something really going on and you build to yes there's something going on right yeah that sound does that sound a little bit better that sounds a lot better and yeah. like and the and the problem like you said with the jump scares they got to be predictable uh, predictable like mm-hmm. the one time that he's spying on her she's tearing books up or whatever and throwing into the fire at midnight yeah um and so he's kind of peering through an open door, uh, through a crack in the door, and you know he's peering, 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 and I'm just like, a ghost is going to pop out and stare him right in the face between the crack in the door. And sure enough, bruh, and there's the yeah, there there's, was, there's yeah. the ghost. You know, I'm like, well, and the other thing I kept thinking is, okay, if there's ghosts, why aren't they haunting the help? Mm-hmm. Why aren't they haunting the people that are doing 24 construction around the building? Uh, annoying as fuck, by the way. <laughs> yeah. 24-7 construction? Yeah, well, that's what she paid for. and mm-hmm. Fine, but... Well, yeah, why isn't there, like, hammers flying and hitting people or a saw that gets yeah. out of control or something, right? Like, why is... Uh, you know, like, why, 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 why are they trying to kill the kids? Because the kids... This- Here's a whole other thing is, okay, going back when they do the flashback, and Ben is, okay, so Ben, he's pissed off at the Winchester family, so he wants to get back at them, so he takes a Winchester rifle into the Winchester store. Right, their display room, yeah. Right. Puts a potato sack over his head. No eye holes. With no eye holes. How the fuck can he see? Uh, those things were fairly loosely knit, so I think you could. Okay, but... In, oh, I'll, I'll give him a pass on that one. Okay, but but why? Because eventually he kills everyone in in, in the showroom. And he takes it off anyway. And right? then he takes it off and sits and waits for the cops. Yeah. So why put on the potato sack at the beginning? Oh, it makes no sense. It's like Batman taking off the cowl halfway through beating up the Joker. Right. And so what's the point of putting the kid in a potato sack? Where does the kid get a potato sack? Oh, you got to feed that many workers. I'm sure there's potato sacks around. Right. Okay. But why? Why does the kid oh, need to wear a potato sack when he's the stalking around the house makes, at night? <clears throat> it makes no sense. Especially when they went to all the trouble of giving him the creepy eyes. Thank you. <clears throat> why cover up the, the head when you've made the effort of doing creepy eyes? I don't get it. Like, and see, and, that, and that's the stuff that you could have preyed on a bit more. Like, the kid doing weird stuff. Uh, Helen Mirren yeah. doing weird stuff. That's where your jump scares could have came from. We didn't need to have this guy tripping balls. No. Potentially hallucinating. Like, it just, it didn't work. Like, you could have had it where just, you know, he's stalking around late at night, and he's watching Helen Mirren through the door, and then one of the actual servants comes up, may I help you, sir? And then that's the jump scare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, someone, yeah, grabs him and be like, hey, what are you doing out of yeah. and the next time, in room? Or- the next time he's walking around, the fucking mother comes up behind him. Yeah, or the kid doing creepy kid stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that could have that could have been your jump scares there, and it would have been yeah. <clears throat> I think by having him have the hallucinations too, or at least not building to it, like that should have you know he shouldn't have had any when he first like he's minute one he's getting ready for dinner jump scare 
hallucination, ghost. Yeah. Why not at least build to it? Let let it drive him mad. Yeah, set up the creepiness of the house. Set up the fact that he, like, for the first act, he should believe that she, that she's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the second act is full of doubt, where he's seeing things that making that's making him doubt what he initially believed. And then the third act is okay. There's something real going on here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His initial diagnosis is they're crazy, and then it changes over the course of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, whereas by the time the first act ends, he knows there's ghosts in the house. Yeah, it's 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 right around the middle where they start having the argument about taking the kid to the hospital. It's like, that should have been your opener. Yeah. Yeah, that problem should already exist. Yeah. Like, he's, so. she should present him with basically... Uh, first or second hand accounts in their meetings. I was I was looking forward to a lot more because um, they have a meeting early on in the movie mm-hmm. where like she calls him out on the bullshit of the of the pay of the dollar bill trick that he does. Yeah. Um good trick by the way. A, a great trick. And I plan to do that with my nephews. But it's that that part of it was really good because you have two people who are very smart Going one on one with each other, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. know, and that's creating the conflict in the movie. And then all of a sudden, uh, no, we're just going to do ghosts. Yeah, I was. I, I wanted more of that tete a tete, but it really kept being him asking questions. She dodges them, asks questions of her own, and he answers them. Yeah, sort of a Hannibal Lecter type thing. It's a. It, it was. It was. Yeah. You know, Squid Crow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Uh, I don't. I uh, uh, just, yeah, just not told very well. Very boring. Um, oh, can can I bring in a, a third point of view? Sure, go ahead. Uh, from the other fat single guy that was sitting one row in front of me. Okay. Okay. For first of all, uh, what, what previews did you see before the movie? Because I saw all these horror movie previews. So a lot of horror movie previews. Uh, the Quiet Place. Yeah, that looks good. That looks, it's getting less good the more I see of it, but I, I'm uh, curious. I, I like Emily Blunt. I so. like Emily Blunt. Um, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, why, what did you see? Well, there was that. There was one before that. I can't remember what it was. Because they kind of all blended in, especially once I watched a pseudo-horror movie right after it, right? Yeah. So, but then there was one, uh, uh, The Truth or Dare. Oh, God, yes. Okay, so right after that, when they do the big final jump scare to end that trailer, he's yeah. like, all he hears, lame. <laughs> it's this guy right in front of me. And then, oh, and oh, sorry, there was one after that. It was the one where the, uh, something keeps making people, was it Slenderman? Slenderman. Slenderman, okay. Yeah. And... <laughs> The uh, there, there's the one part where someone grabs like a scalpel or something like that and stabs themselves in the eye. Okay. Yeah, and he was like, an, he gave an audible. Oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So he uh, was really what, getting into these trailers. Uh, well, he, he he was. Aside from the ones that weren't lame. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, I'm like lame. I'm like, come on, buddy. Like you're you you're here by yourself. I'm not. I'm no better. I don't know if we get to comment. You know what I mean? On yeah. the, like it's a Monday afternoon. You know what I mean? It's worth them. And we've got nothing better to do than to be at the movies. So you know, <laughs> lame. Uh, me, yeah. And then there's like four other people in the. Uh, in, uh, well, it, it was actually for a Sunday afternoon. It was, or some uh, Monday afternoon. It was fairly well attended. There was at least a dozen of us. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, there's about uh, a dozen and, of my Sunday night screening too. So. And what? Oh, there was one part during the movie. I'm trying to remember because he weighed in too. He he weighed in. He was just like, okay. I think uh, I th- yeah. I think at one point he just gave an audible like, huh? <laughs> 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 Who are you talking to, man? Like, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm loving it, but <laughs> I, I kind of hope he's there for Fifty Shades. I'd like to. Maybe. <laughs> 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 I 
I started laughing like like anyone else in the audience heard lame and then heard me cackle. Right, <laughs> right out, and I'm sitting right behind, like literally, he's one uh, one row down and one seat to my left. So he's right there. And lame, and like, <laughs> See, I didn't. Awesome. I didn't have a fat uh, a fat guy in, in my theater. I had uh, two girls talking to each other throughout the trailers. Oh, and then there's a jump scare in one of the trailers. And all of a sudden, the jump scare comes out. There's a beat, and then she goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I'm like, "Did I see that before you?" Like, I I had also right. uh, uh, a few seats down to my right. I had a middle-aged couple with the afternoon off, mm-hmm. and I think he was trying to add to the movie because there'd be like a jump scare. And she would be like, oh, oh, you know, and then, right. and then he would just like poke her and, you know what I mean? Like just give her like a little jab and then, right. <laughs> you know, like just like, <laughs> and then, and then I had to my left, there was a, a French Canadian lady. I, I only found out because after the movie was over, she left just ahead of me and somehow got lost trying to find the exit. Like she got, <laughs> she got lost the, in the mansion that you were watching the movie. in. Uh, I, yeah. Cause you go down the ramp and you know how some of them, they have double doors. Yes. They'll have like two, two, they'll have one set and then it's almost like an airlock. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. So they can have two sets of doors closed. Um, she got past the first set because they were open and then some, and then I, 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 I was right like moments behind her and she was all turned around wondering what, where to go next. <laughs> if all she did, and then it wasn't until I opened, I just kept walking straight, open the door. She's oh, zut. <laughs> zut that's, that's how I found out she was French. <laughs> <laughs> that was more entertaining than this movie. I, I thought, I thought you were going to say when she was French Canadian, that all of a sudden the jump scare happened in the movie and she went, Oh, tabernacle. <laughs> No, she was surprisingly quiet. Okay. Well, yeah, she, well, most people. Yeah. My, there wasn't a whole lot of um, reaction in my theater during the movie or after it. I remember it being yeah. pretty quiet after when I, when I left. I just remember people just saying, <sighs> and then getting their coats I, and leaving. Yeah, I think I think uh, fat guy. Uh, that was kind of him too. I think. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I want. I was hoping for another one. I should have been the I should have been the next like lame and then just left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, and there was the one other thing. Uh, one thing else in this movie, um, they made a big deal in the trailer and sort of at the beginning of the movie of how the house is ever changing. Yes. And even the help says to, or the the mother says to uh, the doctor when he first arrived, "Keep up. The house is very confusing. P- keep, please keep up." Mm-hmm. No one seems to have a problem going anywhere in the movie. Right, and I thought they were going to use that for some sort of scary stuff later, at least with him. You would think. Getting lost in this this labyrinth. Yeah. I mean, they made it look like, they made it sound like David Bowie was going to be there in the middle with big hair, you know, yeah, exactly. singing a song. Yeah. And, in the dick out, yeah. And his, yeah, yeah, dance, dance, you know, like this. Wow, that's huge, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fat guy. Yeah, 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 the other Goblin King. Yeah, <laughs> but they didn't. But they didn't really follow up on it. They're like the house is no, pretty straightforward. The doctor had no problem going to. I, I got confused as to where exactly we were in the house because they don't set the geography very well. Well, I, I had an okay time because there was like maybe five places, and they kept going back. Yeah, true. There was there was Helen Mirren's room, his room, the the niece and grandnephew's room. Right, the one staircase that goes up to a ceiling that he kept hitting his head on. Yeah, that the, yeah that and then oh that stair that that winding stair uh, arthritis staircase, which was actually not a bad idea. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I actually kind of liked that. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Very smaller steps and just kind of like a ramp, essentially. Essentially, it was a ramp. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, that's actually a good idea. Like. I look forward to building that someday in my home when I'm old and can't make the stairs. Oh, right. I forgot. Oh, by the way, uh, the Winchester Company invented the roller skate. What the fuck was that? Has no bearing on the movie whatsoever. Other than you get a creepy roller skate whipping through the... I, I I didn't look this up after. I meant to, if this was an actual fact. I think so. I think that's true. Yeah, so 
let's just go into final thoughts and readings. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah go ahead. Not, the, the movie's only 90 minutes long. I don't think we need to take that long to review it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the good thing is that this movie is a quick sit. So It is a – yeah, I was kind of happy to see that, especially after once I got into it. I was like, oh. Because there really isn't much more story to tell, right? Like, no. That, that's the thing is like you have an interesting premise, but really the payoff is either she's right or she's wrong. Yeah. That's about it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it, it was competently acted, competently directed. It, interesting idea, but just a, not the best payoff. I, I didn't quite understand why things ended the way they did or how it was that this worked. So if this review has been confusing to a listener, because we kind of jumped all over the place... Well, if you've seen the movie, you'll know where we're coming from because it's just as confusing. And for that, I'm going to give this a special for lames out of ten. <laughs> Normally, if we pick something in the movie. I'm making a special dispensation for my uh, my our third party commentator. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. This it's just it, it's just dull. It's just dull. Um, I mean, if you're a horror fan, you might just check it out, but don't pay for it. Um, and not too many people did. This one only made $9.3 million, um, which is not great. Not surprising. Which is not great. Um, yeah, it's dull. Helen Mirren does okay. Jason Clark does okay. Even Sarah Snook does okay. Um, but they don't have a lot to do to go with it. And... They really just sort of it's a, it's a case of the movie telling the wrong story. It's a case of the trailer misleading you going into the movie, and overall, it's just dull. It's dull. It's uh, you know they're saved by the power of love, which I hate, and yeah. and, and and I just can't I, I can't get behind it. So the for me this gets uh, uh, for me this gets three potato sacks over your head over uh, out of ten. And <laughs> yeah, so I guess yeah, take that for what you will for the the Winchester. Um, coming up next week, we have a double bill. Uh, we're going to be doing the culmination of our Fifty Shades of Grey marathon. Which, by oh, the yes. way, by the way, you can check out our uh, commentaries for Fifty Shades of Grey and Fifty Shades Darker uh, right now on the website. And uh, next week, stay tuned for Fifty Shades Freed, the uh, climax of the uh, of the film trilogy, <laughs> which will not be a commentary. Which will not be a commentary. Uh, but uh, hey, we'll see how this ends. Uh, also, going to check out uh, Cloverfield, the Cloverfield Paradox, uh, which was yeah. Sneakily released. It was announced during the Super Bowl, uh, during one commercial that, uh, hey, this movie's coming out on Netflix right after the Super Bowl. Um, I think there's a reason for that, which I'll get into on the next podcast, but <laughs> we'll go from there. Um, uh, also, stay tuned. This week, we begin sequel month. Yes. Or, on or is it? Uh, let me find out which one it is. Oh, yes. Uh, we're starting it off with Final Destination Three. That's right. Uh, this is our actually uh, this is our third sequel month uh, that we've been doing. Uh, this is our threequel month, as we're That's calling right. it. So all month, yep. So all month we'll be doing the third installments of different movie franchises. Um, yeah, in honor of our third sequel month or the threequel yep. to our sequel months. That's right. Usually the third ones are the much maligned, and we've picked some pretty maligned movies to go with, so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> did we ever. <laughs> um, oh. So, have you seen the Winchester? Probably not. Uh, but if you have, let us know. Uh, CanadianMovieCrew at gmail.com or, ch- or check Facebook. Tweet at us at CanMovieCrew. Of course, find us on iTunes and, and uh, Stitcher and all kinds of uh, streaming uh, podcast apps. Uh, Mark, thanks very much for coming out. Oh, no problem. I mean, it's always a pleasure to talk about movies. If I could actually issue one other small challenge out there to the listeners, 
Okay. Uh, this one was kind of a dud, kind of a slow start to my challenge for this year. Uh, I want to hear from the listeners on what horror movie you're most looking forward to in 2018. Give me something to look forward to. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to have to take a look into that. Yeah, not just you, but no, any, anyone out there. Yeah, yeah, the listeners too. I want to hear from them and uh, let's uh, get, get me a bit more psyched up because this is uh, this ain't not doing it so far. <laughs> this ain't doing it so far. I'm not changing your opinion at all on this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, yep. And uh, I'm Sean Taylor, guys. We'll see you on the next Film Studies coming soon.